is $100 Plus Mileage, a podcast brought to you by Citizens Count and the Granite State News Collaborative. This is a podcast about what's going on in the New Hampshire legislature that probably hasn't made the news but could still impact you. We'll give you the unbiased facts, pros, and cons, and highlight opportunities for you to get involved and make your voice heard. Today, we're talking about the name for this podcast, 100 Plus Mileage, which actually represents a long-standing New Hampshire policy debate. I'm Anna Brown, Director of Research and Analysis for Citizens Count, and I'm here with Mike Dunbar, the content editor for Citizens Count. Mike, you obviously know why our podcast is titled 100 Plus Mileage, but I'm going to start with a different question. Have you ever worked a job that paid just $100 plus mileage? Anna, I have not. I have worked jobs that paid $0.00. And I've worked <laughs> jobs that paid more than that, but I've never, it, it is a weird amount, right? Because it, I, you, you kind of wonder why didn't they just say, it's a volunteer thing, guys, you're not going to get paid. But Yes, it's a, it's a little bit like a, a feel-good number. So $100 plus mileage is, in fact, the compensation New Hampshire legislators get for each year in the House and Senate. The total number, 200 for a two-year term plus mileage, is actually in the state constitution. And they use the federal reimbursement rate, which is around 50 cents per mile. And this is very unusual compared to other states. Uh, According to the National Conference for State Legislatures, the average base salary for a state legislator across the U.S. is about $38,000. So a lot of state legislators in other states really do get paid a sizable amount. Um, And most states offer a per diem uh, to pay for meals and lodging and, of course, mileage, because you have people coming from all over the state. Uh, Not everybody lives in Concord. Uh, New Hampshire legislators are basically volunteers, though, and uh, that has some pros and cons, Anna. Yeah, definitely a unique part of the Granite State. So some of the good things are you're pretty much guaranteed People that are New Hampshire state reps and senators are not doing it because they want to live on the taxpayer's dime because (laughs) no one can live on $100 plus mileage. And so instead, these people who are really passionate about serving New Hampshire or at least really passionate about a pet issue, maybe. So it's a very pure form of democracy. And since legislators are basically volunteers, don't have a lot of paid staff either, which is a kind of related issue we might talk about one day they're arguably more likely to listen to members of the public who have an opinion. So whether it's testifying at a public hearing or sending a private email, you can get a legislator's attention pretty easily in New Hampshire. Heck, you probably even run into them at your grocery store or gas station or local Dunkin' Donuts. That's very true. And there's a lot of them. So just statistically, you're more likely to do that, I think. Uh, Yeah, I want to see that statistic. That's kind of like, you know, how many spiders you swallow when you sleep or how many (laughs) times you you run into a future boyfriend on the street. Like, I want to know how many times you see a New Hampshire legislator in your life. That's right. And they, you know, they just blend right in. You never know. Uh, (laughs) All right. But but there are some cons. There are some cons, right? It does have some cons. Um, So and I I think it probably is apparent to uh, a lot of people just thinking about $100, right? It's not a lot. So since committee meetings and voting days happen during the working hours, uh, multiple days a week, it's really hard to work a nine to five job and also be a legislator. So that means that the legislator has a a lot of retirees. Um, It also has a lot of people in management positions where they work. Um, They can set their own schedule uh, and independently wealthy people. So you also see some students um, or stay-at-home parents, firefighters, uh, people like that. Uh, But ultimately, the problem with that is that 
those groups don't necessarily reflect the average age and economic status of voters in New Hampshire. So in some ways, you know, we talk about this pure democracy. It's like, well, does this really represent the people that are electing them? Uh, another situation uh, is that it can be difficult difficult to find qualified, good people to run for state representative. Uh, there are a lot of seats and every election, there are some towns that don't have enough people running in both parties and people just win by default. And you have to wonder, would that be different if uh, it was a little bit more than $100 plus mileage? Absolutely. And I know that because I cover election results for Citizens Count, and it's always funny because before every primary and every general election, I go through and I can just highlight, oh, well, that person's going to win by default because no one's running against them. Sorry about that. And at the outset of each election season, usually the Democrat and Republican parties say, like, look how many people we got to run this year, because it's literally a victory if you can have more people running each year because you're missing out. So Right. And yeah. you you wrote that article about, uh, you know, this goes to show how much your vote matters in New Hampshire. Absolutely. Absolutely. All the time, contests are decided by just a handful of votes. And in New Hampshire, it's not a platitude when people say your vote counts. It can really be the difference. And if someone's just on the ballot just because they needed someone on the ballot, definitely research that person and maybe you don't want them to be your legislator, maybe. Um, I will note that there have been bills over the years to change this, but none of them have gotten very far. I think New Hampshire is really committed to our citizen legislature. I did want to share one that's kind of entertaining. This was put forward a few times by the late Representative Dick Marple. So HB 525 was in 2019. That was the last one he did. It would require that legislators be paid in silver dollar coins. <laughs> and I learned that the face value of a silver coin is a dollar, but the spot value of the silver is around 15. So that means legislators would have actually gotten around 1500 per year plus mileage, okay. um, which also not great compensation. But the House killed the bill. I still think it's fun to imagine legislators getting a bag of silver coins like leprechauns. Yes, so. exactly. Walking home with their bags full of silver dollars. Yes, perfect. I love it. Uh, so there also uh, was a uh, proposed constitutional amendment uh, for this year that's sponsored by Rebecca McWilliams. And that would repeal the two-year $200 compensation for legislators. So if even $100 is too much... Uh, we have that option too, but that bill doesn't have a public hearing yet. All right. We'll have to follow that bill when it comes up for debate. Until then, we'll cover lots of hot bills proposed this year from absentee voting to bottled water to mushroom harvesting to pistols on snowmobiles and more. If the weather gets icy, maybe we'll even talk about the legality of using a flamethrower to melt the ice on your driveway. Yes, there was a bill about this subject a few years ago. <laughs> New Hampshire legislation can be truly surprising and fascinating. As always, our goal with this podcast is to tease out some of those lesser-known issues, give the unbiased facts, pros, and cons, and highlight opportunities for you, Granite Staters, to get involved in your government. Why? Because at Citizens Count, we believe democracy only works when everyone gets informed and gets involved. The mission of Citizens Count is to provide unbiased information on issues and candidates. Which, hey, by the way, you can find at our website, citizenscount.org. We'd like to thank Franklin Pierce University for producing and the Granite State News Collaborative for hosting this podcast. Our theme music is composed by Mike Dunbar. Lastly, we thank you for giving us a listen and thinking about how you can be a part of what makes New Hampshire by the people, for the people. 